0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator and founder of this global broadcast and unity community. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world. To help me welcome my beautiful friend, a vibrational geneticist, uh, Jaylene Tracy is here. We're going to talk about mastering your DNA's potential. Um, Jaylene is here to broaden our perspective of this amazing energy transmission vehicle that resides within us and anchors our present uh, existence into the greater consciousness of all that is. We're going to explore all of that today, so I want to welcome you all home. You beautiful, courageous crusaders of higher consciousness, this is your safe haven, a sacred space. It's a soulful sanctuary to feel ignited and empowered, and it's my greatest intention that you feel a sense of um acceptance, safety, belonging, oneness with frequencies of kindness and cooperation and collaboration flowing here always. Uh, Today let's intend for a revival and a renewal of your divine essence, a pure resurrection of your health, your wealth, your vitality, your strength, uh, your soul's purity and radiance Um, and I really just want to thank you for being here and blessing us with your presence today. So now just sit back and relax, breathe open, receive. We're so grateful that you found your way here today. And now it's time for my favorite question What is the best that could happen today? Uh, please set a clear, empowered intention for what you wish to gain or experience here today. Uh, my intention with our gathering is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into peace, healing, expansion, harmonization, purification, uh, empowerment for all of us gathered here. Uh, as we move into the show, you're welcome to write in and let us know how you're feeling, or if you have questions, um, you can write them in or press uh, press star two on your phone to raise your hand. Uh, and now let me tell you about Jaylene. We'll get started. Uh, she's a vibrational geneticist. She channels light and sound vibration, uh, vibrations to shift, to create shifts in the energetic, emotional, and physical elements of the body. Working with multidimensional light beings, she identifies areas of imbalance, disease, and disharmony in the body and channels specific tones to address each one. And today we're really highlighting um, DNA, mastering your DNA's potential. We're going to talk about the DNA's origins, purpose, um, how your DNA acts as an interface between your soul energy and your physical being, how to work with your DNA directly to clear stuck energy patterns and soul traumas, um, how to activate dormant sections and strands of the DNA. And Jaylene is having an upcoming um, course coming up. We're going to highlight that. That's going to go much deeper into all of this. But today um, it's going to be fun. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, please join me in extending Sending waves and waves of love and light and joy to Jaylene as I welcome her back. Hi, beautiful. Hi.
1: Hi. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, Carrie. Thanks so much for having me back. I love connecting with you and your community, always. It's always Me a good time. too. It's always a good time. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and this topic, no one really talks about this like you do. Um, it is really your specialty. It's your passion. Um, describe for people why you're so passionate about it or how this, I mean, it's really kind of been in your journey all along,
1: <laughs> right? Um, it has. It has for all the years we've been chatting with each other and Mm-hmm. connecting. Absolutely. I've been talking about this and and really um as I, when I, you know, tell my story of how I kind of came upon all the metaphysical stuff, I had this very scientific background. And when I was younger and always knew I was going to go into the sciences and specifically though, as I got a little older and got into college, I realized it wasn't just, you know, any sciences. I didn't want to go into eco-sciences or bioremediation or plant sciences, I wanted to study DNA. And that is the only thing I wanted to study. So um, I was very curious about that and worked very hard to get a specific job um, in school to get the experiences I needed to start working and learning about DNA and working with it um, at that time of course i didn't realize the full scope of my interest in it and why <laughs> i was so interested in it <laughs> but years later yeah. um, as i began my whole metaphysical you know opening up and connection with spirit and i began communicating with uh, the the mantis and the arcturians Wow, that really enlightened me about how our DNA is such an important, um, facilitator of our own evolution as multidimensional beings.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, you know,
1: I just didn't fully grasp the full magnitude of what DNA is really doing in our body, what it allows us to be capable of and the way that we can interact with many demo- <clears throat> dimensional frequencies. I, I It just took me a while to let that fully sink in. It really took years of sort of they kind of warmed me up slowly through different mm-hmm. healing arts and then just kept bringing, peppering it in, peppering it in, and then just layering that information for me. And which brings me to where I am today, which is this really exciting place of having worked with the Mantis for many years now. And just they've kind of just been grooming me to understand um, the full depth of the way our DNA serves as this amazing portal. I mean, I I asked them, what is the most important thing you really want me to convey to the group Mm -hmm. today? And they said, we want everyone to understand that your DNA is not just this molecule that's replicating to create your physical being. It literally is your gateway into experiencing a Mm multidimensional reality. And right. there's so much talk about being fifth dimensional, right? But mm-hmm. they say, why stop at one dimension? Don't you want to be multidimensional? Because that's what you are, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. <laughs> Describe <laughs> who the mantis are. If people are new to you, I know they're ancient beings that, you know, that you channel and you bring through this information through them, but um, very compassionate, very loving. Anything else you want to share with the audience about these ancient beings who are supporting you with this?
1: Yes, they are um, beings that have really as their purpose been tasked with bringing uh, systems of energy into new spaces. So for example, in the earth field, they help to bring DNA here and to help you know, make modifications and um, really their goal is to seed life and then they kind of hang back and watch as it develops and morphs and Mm -hmm. mutates into many different things. They don't intervene a lot um, with that life as it's unfolding and developing because that would um, interfere with sort of watching the natural flow of the journey of evolution for different species. But they do have um, a role to play in seeding life in many different star systems and energy systems. And they really think about um, DNA as an energy system. So for them, um, when they became I've, – I've sort of traveled back through their whole history as a species. And when they became a, a separate thought from the creator, from source, Um, they had to learn how to operate in many different dimensional frequencies. And they started with the higher frequencies and worked their way down into the denser frequencies, which are much harder to work in, such as the third dimension. Mm -hmm. So they've been at this for who knows how long, you know, millions of years. But their goal is to learn how to operate and bring life and bring energy into different dimensional fields. And so that's why I think that people who have heard of them sort of being part of different um, operations of hybridization programs and moving life around, that, that would be the reason behind that. They're geneticists, they're masters at working with seeding life and working with DNA. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times they would be there overseeing those projects, but, their energy is not um, one of oppression or control. So they're never trying to control a species. In fact, they're really just trying to let things flourish um, on their own.
0: Right. Um, Yeah. I'm so fascinated by all of this, just because you bring so many layers to understanding DNA that I've not heard from anyone else. And I want to get into more about, what the DNA really is. I mean, I know that you refer to it also as the storage space for all soul traumas mm-hmm. and potentials.
1: <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. expand on that a little bit. So, yeah, I see our DNA, which is uh, in the physical form, it's got this you know, silicon backbone. And so we know silicon, which is uh, what is makes up crystals, right? We know crystals are storage devices, right? And they mm-hmm. use crystal or silicon in computer chips, right? So our DNA and the cellular structures that it creates, basically, the human body is a storage device. And so as we go through life, and we experience um, variations in or you could say distortions in energy fields that when I say distortion, I mean, <clears throat> let's say you come into this world and you come in on this perfect wavelength of peace and harmony and love and acceptance because you've just come from the field of source and you come into this world and then immediately you begin to, you know, look at yourself through the eyes of your parents, mother and father, or maybe father, father, mother, mother, right, or however your um, guardian situation is. And when you do that, you realize, ah, I am self and that is other. And through that, we begin to then compare and contrast. We step into the world of duality and to contrast. And as we do that, then arises the possibility that we will no longer feel bathed in that 100% of acceptance and love and nurturing because our parents are real people and they themselves have experienced their own traumas. And so there's this contrast agent that occurs immediately in our experience here where things are not as we've just experienced them on the other side. And so it creates anywhere from micro traumas to acute massive trauma, depending on what your experiences are from the time that we were born or even in utero which we can, because we can hear and we feel vibrations of stress um, all the way up until where you are right now. And what happens in the body is that when the nervous system is highly charged through intense emotions and experiences a lot of um, prolonged charged events, it gets stored in the tissues because the DNA is going to store that information. It's going to remember it. It's like a recorder it wants to remember because it wants to understand how you should operate in this environment. So your DNA is in constant communication through its reverberating biofield with your environment. And it's looking for cues and it's looking for signals that tell the rest of your whole being that you're relatively safe or relatively unsafe. And so through that lens, it's always trying to pivot and shift the expression of your genes and your overall sort of behaviors and relative success, I would say, as as a being, right? If you think just biologically, um, you as a biological being, you want to get to a reproductive age, right? So you need to keep yourself safe. You need to keep yourself fed and clothed and housed. But then we layer in all of the emotional stuff, and then we layer in all of the energetic backdrop that you came in with, right? So it's this multi-layered storage center, you've got the two physical strands of DNA, but then you have many layers of etheric or non-physical energetic DNA. And those energetic strands, so there's 12 strands all together, and then two of those are physical and the rest are uh, energetic. And, And those strands are connecting us into those experiences we've had as a soul in other lifetimes. It could be on Earth, and it also could be in other star systems. So really, it's it's the interface between you and your whole multidimensional soul being, which is all the experiences you've ever had. It's your whole Akashic field. It's everything. It's your ancestors and all those that you're related to through your ancestry, and, and not just your biological ancestry, but also every life you ever lived. You could have lived in China. You could have lived in Um, South America, right? So you're going to Africa. You're going to have ancestors from all over the place. And you could have been an Arcturian or a Pleiadian. So literally your your ancestry spans space and time. And that's all creating an influence in your DNA because your DNA is remembering everything that's ever happened to you. So this could sound, wow, that sounds overwhelming. (laughs) But here's the way it works. It works in matching, energy matching. So, when you have experiences here in your life that resonate or reverberate in a matching uh, frequency to experiences you've had in other lifetimes, what happens is that matching creates um, a larger wave or a larger ripple through your energy field. And so, those memories or that storage starts to draw towards it experiences that you've had in other lifetimes so that you have an opportunity to dive into a greater understanding of those experiences and move out of that contrast or that duality phase and move into one of neutrality and non-duality, being the observer, recognizing that things, although we operate in a dimension, the third dimension of contrast, we can sort of evolve through that, evolve and transcend out of that to get a greater understanding create love, compassion, acceptance for those experiences and all involved and really bring a lot of healing and an incredible reverberation of energy that flows through your entire holographic field and create healing not just for you, but for all of the beings around you because we're all tapping into each other's energy. So yeah, that's wow. really... That was That that's literally the way it uh, has been explained to me, and it, it, it's just so right. multi-layered, right? There's so mm-hmm. much going on.
0: Well, and you're going to go much deeper, and we're going to talk about your your course that you're going to um, be presenting, you know, very soon here. But but you're, what's interesting to me is you're actually able to. Um, Um, you know, when you work with people privately and, and, you know, I had my session with you when we first met, it was, it was amazing. You scan the physical body and the energy field, Mm -hmm. um, identify, you know, what needs to be adjusted, released, you know, to bring um, balance back, but you can also focus on the DNA, um, and clear some of the, the traumas or the overlays, um. I mean, is that really the uh, the, uh, the intention with this work is to clear a lot of that, to activate or awaken our multidimensional um, gifts, abilities, that kind of thing? Or what would you say the main purpose of all this work is?
1: Yes, I would say um, the main purpose is for us to really take the opportunity during this very intense energy transformation that we're going through. So we've got all of this cosmic, plasmic waves that continue to shower Mm -hmm. in to the earth. And this is a golden opportunity for us to catapult our evolution. Some would say that our evolution has been a little snuffed or capped, uh, you know, over the past many um, thousands of years, maybe the last 50,000 years or so. For humans, because our DNA has been uh, interacted with and there are beings that have been on this planet, present on this planet that have lots of different agendas, right? So without going into that too much, um, let's just say we are in this very ripe, rich energy field right now that allows us to start to unfurl some of those caps and begin to take ownership back over the way our DNA functions. And so the mantis have come in and the Arcturians as well, but they're a little bit more energy energy being overall um, focused. But the mantis really are coming in. They're sort of tapping a lot of people on the shoulder. They've been tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, 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 now's the mm-hmm. time. We've been talking to you about DNA. Now's the time for you to tell everyone that they can start to take ownership over that relationship between them and their own DNA learn how to work with it, and, and that's my goal, though. Really. My goal is mm-hmm. to teach everyone how to work with their DNA personally, their, their own self, so that, yes, it's helpful to definitely go see a healer and work with them and get some very concentrated work done to remove some of those um, energetic overlays because sometimes it's hard for us to get to the nugget of what's going on and it's easier mm-hmm. for someone to sort of look from the outside and say, ah, I see it, here's, here's the theme, here's what's going on, which, which is a lot of what my work is about. Um, But really, we can learn how to travel to the center of whatever it is we experienced, whether it's in this lifetime or another, and start to uncoil that, to release that, to ameliorate those energy tangles so that we can then step into the position of realizing that our DNA is ready to now be interacted with at a whole new level because now we've cleaned up some of the blocks. And now we can go in and say, ah, okay, so I see that this section of my DNA, because we're going to go through a whole um, process of learning how to visualize your DNA and see what's lighting up and what's not lighting up. Ah, I see mm-hmm. that area is not lighting up. Okay, I'm going to focus my intention and my energy, which DNA responds to, on really activating this section. We're going to use sacred geometry, to do that, we're going to use um, mm-hmm. a lot of light and intention and sound. And all of those things together really unlock that um, doorway into starting to interact with your DNA specifically. And that's what I think is really the purpose behind this. It's to empower human beings mm-hmm. to take this next step so that their evolution can leap forward
0: hmm. It's exciting. I told you when we first started chatting before we went live, I just felt this excitement about this. I feel it's really, yeah. really important. Um, you know, and to be able to teach this to people. And of course, you know, you're also offering the private sessions where you can go in and really help people. And I think that is important. Um, you know, for someone to be able to look and say, "Hey, I see this, especially you know someone like you who has spent all these years really refining your 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 skills with this, so it's really helpful. Um, but now I want to go into the DNA more. Um, it's more of a genetic field. You know, if someone's hearing that and they're going, "What is that?" <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. um, mm-hmm. How can you talk about that in a way that is easy to understand? Uh, for people. Yes.
1: Yes, I get that. And I do apologize. I've been so steep in this for so many years that to me, it's all like, doesn't everyone speak this language? But I totally get that. <laughs> um, so let's break it down. Um, so the morphogenic field around your DNA is very simply just the energy field that is generated by both the physical and the non-physical strands. And so you can think of it like the energy field that your heart emits. That's you know, another way of thinking about it, because we're kind of used to thinking about on a more macro scale, not larger scale, the body is emitting an electromagnetic frequency. So anything that's in motion creates an electromagnetic frequency, and your DNA is constantly in motion because it's made up of molecules that are atoms that are um, vibrating and creating a field of energy. And then um, that morphogenic field. That's what I call the morphogenic field around the DNA. It's that vibrational frequency and field of energy that gets created based on the um, the, you could say, the presence of um, and the activity of the DNA at any given time. So Mm -hmm. your DNA is going to be active or more active or less active in different parts of the body depending on what's going on in the body. You know, if you're Let's say you're getting a lot of exercise and you're working out and <clears throat> you have a high demand for energy. Well, the mitochondria in your body, which are these little cells in, or little organelles inside your cells that produce um, the energy your body needs, they're going to become very active. And so there's going to be a lot of activity in that DNA. Um if you know if you're in a heart muscle cell those are very active so your dna is going to be working and doing lots of activity that's sort of from the physical sense that just Mm -hmm. that biochemical sense it's going to create energy um but here's the other energy creator is that when we're traveling through a portal like let's say we just went through the lion's gate or when we have a lot of astrological intervention in our chart or activity in mm-hmm. our chart, you could say, and we're feeling very triggered or we're feeling very activated by the energy around us. And we can tell, like, gosh, I feel like I'm really going through something again because I've just been exhausted this week. I feel like I'm moving through a lot of energy Well, the part of the reason why you're exhausted is because your DNA is responding to that energy that you're getting exposed to in your environment, whether it's coming from the heavens, from the stars, or whether it's just coming from the people around you. You're responding constantly, and so it can cause fatigue, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. constantly trying to – your body's constantly trying to read the environment and respond to it and doing that all with that backdrop. So – your DNA is really, again, it's 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 the interface between you and the multidimensional realm. It's your portal. So it's the place where you can start to experience yourself as a multidimensional being. For example, if you were in meditation with your DNA and you said, I want to experience myself as a six-dimensional being, and this is an exercise I've done with myself, And you allow yourself to open that portal. And I'm going to go over some techniques of using uh, sacred geometry to do that. Um, You can literally, it's like traveling through a wormhole. You're traveling through the energy field of the DNA, that morphogenic field. And you can travel into different Mm -hmm. dimensions because each of the different strands relates to a different dimension. So you could say, I want to go to the sixth dimension. I want to Uh experience myself as a sixth dimensional being. So I'm going to work with a sixth strand, and I'm going to travel through that wormhole and experience myself in that way, which would be experiencing <laughs> yourself in that angelic it. way. That yeah, sounds wild, No, right? like no it doesn't
0: at all. Like It mm-hmm. sounds exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. It's super exciting, and I've done it, and I've experienced it, and it's breathtaking. It's fantastic. My whole body lit up and felt um, like I was in that place of peace, sixth dimension. Mm-hmm. I always associate that with the angelic realm with yes Ah, that's yes. very uh right and and with um all of our ability to embody compassion and that frequency of really seeing everything at the top of the curve of the sphere as opposed to being in the center of it and being sort of in the muddle and the muck and the mire mm-hmm. just just the beautiful place the beautiful place to observe reality from um yeah were I think describe, it's very
0: exciting and you're going to go we're going to talk about the course and, and go deeper into that but what I want to talk about now is how you say that we each have a unique blueprint of DNA, but that we also we all have something in common, and that is that we're only accessing mm-hmm. the expression of of a little bit of it, a portion of it, and that um, the regions of the DNA that have been called junk DNA, which we hear about that all the time, are actually the opposite. they're not junk DNA, so I really want you to go into this because we hear about we hear about this a lot, yeah,
2: the
0: junk DNA.
1: Exactly. So here's a interesting little fact about that. So the more complex an organism is, the more, uh, non-coding regions they have, which is crazy, right? You would think, Oh, you know, the genome of, an or- well, I'll just back that up a little bit. Okay, so in, our, in your human genome, you have all of these base pairs, so you know, it's got like trillions of little bases, and bases make up DNA. So DNA is made up of four bases, we'll just call them by their their single <clears throat> letter A, C, G, or T. Um, and those four bases in different combinations and in different order make up all of the genes that code for proteins that do all the work of the body and the cells and give you your green eyes, your blue eyes, your brown eyes, right? Your height, your hair color, all that good stuff. Um, and so those four um, bases are interacting with each other. And um, it's like your DNA is like a book. And that book has some only small sections of it that are read. So only excerpts of chapters out of that entire book with, Lots and lots and lots of these bases, like trillions of them, Mm -hmm. are actually used to code for proteins that do the work of the cell. That's what science always thought. The rest of it they called junk DNA because they didn't realize it was coding for anything or creating any proteins. As it turns out, they now know that those non-coding regions, intergenic regions they call them, are actually – they're starting to understand are actually coding for the controllers of the DNA. So we call them transcription factors, but those transcription factors control when genes are turned on or turned off. They control how much of a gene is made and they control how it's um, sort of sliced up to create different proteins. There are only about 20 to 25,000 different genes in the human genome but there's something like 300,000 different proteins. So those 25,000 genes are making up a whole bunch of proteins each, which means they're, they're getting modified all over the place to make different things. Okay, so that's interesting, but we still have, you know, <laughs> millions of those base pairs that are unaccounted for. So what are they doing? <clears throat> well, the interesting thing, like I said, is the more complex an organism is, the more of those intergenic regions they have. So bacteria have very, very few intergenic regions, if any. It's like their whole genome is just gene, 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 gene. I'm done. That's it, right? So it, because every single bit of their whole genetic material is dedicated to making the proteins they need for survival. But they're a very simple, single-celled organism. But then the more complex you get, then there's all this intergenic stuff going on. <clears throat> so not only is it there to control it, but as I've begun to understand, and, excuse me, is that these intergenic regions are actually where we as individuals are storing information. And where we are accessing, you know, those interdimensional strands, those uh, etheric strands of DNA as well. That's there's a whole bunch of like docking sites and places where we start to connect into the function and the um, <clears throat> and the ability for the other strands to come in and affect the the expression of our physical DNA because there has to be a way for the energetic to interact with the physical. And so I believe that it's happening in these intergenic regions.
0: Mm -hmm. And so anytime we work with the DNA um, and then you release whatever is inhibiting its expression, its fullest expression Mm -hmm. or you activate Mm -hmm. a new, a new space or new section, we accelerate our Mm -hmm. ascension. We accelerate our evolution. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm that's what's exciting is kind of, and I think the way you said it earlier was taking ownership. <laughs> yeah. Ownership that's a, that's of our a
1: big part. Of, yeah. 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 Because um, we have not really been doing that, right. We've been sort of just living. I mean, and, and, and many of us on the path have not just been living. We've really been working towards releasing a lot and trying to open ourselves up and increase our frequency But now it's sort of like, okay, now you're ready for the master class. You really want to know what creates your reality and your (laughs) relative relationship to that? That's going to be through your DNA. So that's that's why now we're ready for that because we've been on this path for a while and the energy field is really ready for it.
0: Yeah, I like that you called it a master class. I want to go ahead and highlight the offer. And then I know you want to do a little channeling um, from the mantis
2: to Mm -hmm. talk about why
0: this is so important. But... um, this is a brand new DNA course that um, called Dimensions of Your DNA. Four live classes beginning September the 8th. Um, you can look over this offer uh, at StraightTalkForTheSoul.com. Click on our marketplace link, and you will see uh, Jaylene's beautiful face. I love 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 this picture of you. Um Aww, thanks. just so I love it. Click on her picture, and you will see these two. Um, Offering special offers. Special Offer A is uh, the DNA course, and uh, Jaylene, what do you want to share about this? I know you're super
1: excited about it. (laughs) Yes, I am. It's been a long time in the works. Um, Just like I said, the layering of the information. Um, I'm really excited to empower people to take the reins of their health and their... um, Really their contentment or just getting out of that dualistic experience of contrast and things being difficult all the time and moving into more of that non-dualistic reality expression, that non-dualistic awareness, and really starting to step into exploring your multidimensional Mm-hmm. Right. You're exploring the multidimensional field around you that may not have been um, of easy access to you before because you had some blocks in your DNA or some things that were inhibiting you from traveling into that space. I, I hear it all the time that people say, I meditate, I meditate. I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. I can't hold my focus. I can't hold my awareness. And I do believe that that is due to some of the distortions in the energy field that cause us to um, have a difficult time maintaining uh, a frequency that allows us to match the frequencies of some of those Mm -hmm. higher dimensions. Um, It's all sort of this layering of energy that, it's in the field of our DNA. So we're going to spend some time learning how to clear those out. We're going to do lots of clearings together. We're going to meet four times live <clears throat> so that everybody – it's going to be very practical, very hands-on. So um, there's lots of um, little uh, side projects for you to do with, you know, trying out a technique that I give you, incorporating some of the sacred geometry into your meditations, And then when we meet live, we'll be doing it together. We'll talk about how um, how it was for everyone and sort of fine-tune the process for people. Um, lots of feedback. There's a live chat where anyone can ask me questions at any time. It's, I'm using a new platform, which I'm really excited about, to do the course.
2: Mm-hmm. And on
1: the new platform, there's going to be a lot more ability for interaction and for students to interact with each other and for me to answer questions. Um, just in a simple chat window, it's, it's almost like a private Facebook type of platform. It's called Goobercan, nice. and I'm really excited mm-hmm. about using it because it's going to make it a lot more easy for us to all sort of stay in touch with each other during the month that the course is going on.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: and then and then we're going to get into the exciting part once we get through the. Um, you know, the letting go of the stuff that we don't need anymore and coming into a place of neutrality, then we start diving into, hey, let's start learning how to activate different strands of our DNA and different sections of our DNA that relate to different strands. So in that energetic region, okay, let's Mm -hmm. work on some eighth dimensional openings right here so we can get some access to our Akashic records. Let's, Let's go into the fourth dimension so we can start Um, connecting into the nature spirits, the elementals, the fairies, you know, all of those things. Let's spend some time in the fourth dimension. So there's so many things you can do with it when you start activating different sections of your DNA. And if we want to embody the traits of ourselves in the fourth, sixth, eighth dimension, then we've got to sort of activate those sections of DNA and open those portals wider so that we can receive more guidance and information and Uh, almost like self-training, right? You're going to be trained by your own higher self because your higher self is multidimensional and is able to operate in those different fields. So it's like opening the gateway for your higher self to come in and start interacting Mm -hmm. with you and creating a memory or sort of jogging your memory about actually what you're capable of, right? You know, uh, Mm -hmm. all of those abilities that are available to us when we're not in this very dense field. of (sighs) Right.
0: Infinitely, um, expansive. I mean, just all of our, our souls, gifts, wisdom, talents, you know, from all these different dimensions and spaces. And I mean, that's, that's what's exciting to me because we're intended to awaken and bring it here at this time. Especially, you know, all these beings listening to a show like this, they have so many gifts, so many abilities, you know, to Mm -hmm. awaken, to activate and to bring forth. So, i That's what excites me about um all of this, so yes, yeah, um,
1: me too, me too. It is it's in the next phase of our human evolution. I really believe mm-hmm. that um they call it human potentius, and it's true it's it's us tapping into our potential we we don't have to believe sort of the bill of goods we've been <laughs> told that we're just DNA replicating creatures and that's it right live your Mm -hmm. 60 to 80 year life and off you go and and we didn't come here to suffer that's the other thing that the mantis are always telling me you did not come here to suffer you came here to transcend contrast in order to learn what it what that journey feels like again because every time you go through that journey you're creating a lot of energy that is very healing for that whole system of energy that's your dna and, and your whole soul
0: that's a really good point um, that you just made because a couple of people wrote in about, you know, will this help me with, you know, people who are having health issues, challenges, disease, um, how can this support them? Mm -hmm. I I know you just kind of explained it, but can you go into that a little bit more?
1: Yeah, sure. It's a really important thing um, to also um, to connect to because, our physical health is uh, generated from the way that our DNA functions, so the proteins that we make, the, our relative health or lack of health, right, um, or our connection to disease. But what is the backdrop of the function of that DNA? It's energetic, right? So we might be um, energetically matching a lifetime we had in which we were very sickly or in which we were um, overwhelmed by a mental issue, and we might be energetically matching that, not because we're supposed to suffer or because we deserved it or it's karmic. No, it's it's not that. It's that it's so wanting to become resolved. It's so wanting to get amelioration so that your soul can move beyond this. So sometimes our physical issues are just a signpost or a harbinger of a place where we need to spend some time unraveling a stuck energy system. So When we begin to work with our DNA and we start diving into the underpinnings of the energy behind what's happening with us physically, we can unravel a lot of that story, right? Because your DNA is a recorder, so it's recording stories. Mm -hmm. And the story that you lived in another lifetime in which you were very ill doesn't have to be the story that you live out here. You can observe it and you can say, ah, I understand that that's an energy that I need to address right now. But if you're in the middle of living that story, then the way to shift out of that story and create a new story is to fully understand where the origin of that story came from and rewrite it rewrite it in your DNA and create a new energy field that can then match something else, a different lifetime, right? Ameliorate what was there and causing the tangle and causing the disease to arise and create a new avenue of connection for your DNA so that something else can arise that is beautiful and abundant and easy and clear. I love
0: the way you just explained that. And, um, in an offer B, it's everything in offer A plus a private session with you. So in a private session, yeah. could you support someone with that?
1: Um, Absolutely. I mean, that's what I do. Um in every session that I do, it, it's always uh, looking at those underpinnings. And the the mantis and the arcturians are very good at helping me to understand sort of the overarching theme of what it is that you're dealing with at the moment and what it is you've come to clear and let go of release, where it comes from in your energy field. And something that I haven't talked about too much today yet, but something that's also very prominent is that In each one of us, we have this wonderful energy system, the chakras and the meridians. And the DNA and our sacred geometry and our chakras all sort of work together to bring forward different aspects of what it is in your field that is is in need of attention or release. And so usually what happens is that I'll notice that someone's maybe heart chakra, if there's a deep soul wound there or or trauma, or maybe it's the sacral if it's an ancestral or um, it's up in the pineal if it's to do with the third eye and our um, perception of self and our ability to uh, hold a greater frequency of awareness. So depending on where you're stuck or you are maybe uh, have energy tangle or disconnected, We move into those areas and we understand them better and we see how they're related to the whole picture of your soul and what it is you're trying to accomplish while you're here. And then we resolve those and then by doing so, open up new avenues of um, potential for you.
0: Wow. I like that phrase, energy tangles. I've never heard that, but Mm. um, that's really what it It is. is yeah um well i'm grateful yeah. that you know because a lot of people are writing in about health issues and so i'm i'm glad that you went into that a little bit more deeply and so for those of you who who want to experience a little relief with that um offer b is um you know the whole dna course plus the 60 minute private dna clearing and activation session with jaylene so and and for people who are maybe are not having health issues, but perhaps are really focused on wanting to accelerate their ascension, their evolution, um, what kind of things could go on in the private session for that?
1: Yeah. So a lot of time when when that is the um, desire or the purpose of the session, then what happens is that we start to go in and expand, doing a lot of work in the pineal and in the sometimes in the crown chakra, but they're just showing me right now. It's it's a really a, a concentrated focus effort in the pineal because they often show me this master cell in between the prefrontal cortex and the pineal where we do a lot of work with the DNA to open up the ability to, as I said, hold that greater awareness of your multidimensional self because you are already – fully evolved, right? You are already fully Mm -hmm. capable of all of the things that we're talking about today. It is just that our uh, belief systems and our experiences to date and our ability to connect into those aspects of ourselves is somewhat clouded or, uh, I don't even want to use the word blocked, but I would say it's almost like looking through gauze. It's hard to get to that aspect Mm -hmm. of ourselves. Sometimes it feels out of reach. And so by bringing in clarity and crystal clear energy and uh, refinement to the way that your DNA is vibrating and the way that you're interacting with it, then we can create a, an easier pathway for you to understand where it is evolutionarily you're headed. This is important because right now so many of us are getting triggered to redefine how we're interacting with the world, how we're bringing our gifts forward. Um, what we want to do, how can we serve, we want to be in service, but we're not really sure how. And so by um, activating different sections of your DNA, um, also in the sacral chakra, creative centers, in the brain, then what we do is we allow ourselves the opening for that divine frequency to come in from our own higher self. To remind us, it's the tap, tap, tap. Remember when you, when you came here, you were going to serve your own evolution and the evolution of all through bringing this gift forward. And they, and they might say, remember how as, as a small child, you were always interested in this, but you kind of haven't, you kind of dropped it and you forgot about it. Revisit that. Let's go back to what you were interested in at 12. Let's go back to what you were interested in at 25. And let's, Mm -hmm. let's remember that because there's a reason that when you were um, very malleable and open and free that you were interested in particular things. Let's go back and understand what those are and how that relates to the bigger picture of what you've done with that, maybe shifted it, transformed it, and what your relationship to is it now and what can you do with that. So I always believe that we get these little signals throughout our life of what we're supposed to be doing. We don't always pay attention, and so sometimes it's helpful to zoom in on that, have somebody else point out to you, "Oh, I'm feeling this, and yeah this and, and you know <laughs> so uh-huh. there's a lot of that that goes on as well,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a um a beautiful zoom in <laughs> cosmic zoom in, but I <laughs> wanted to highlight also. Oh, yeah. Um, you use these channeled light infused these sound frequencies um to help make Mm. those adjustments and upgrades and you also you're one of the most unique uh you know um healer speakers that i have here because you bring the energy healing but you you also, I mean, you give a lot of practical support with, I, you know, foods, herbs, supplements, um, and then you have mm-hmm. the science background. There's so much that you bring to your sessions and to your teachings that is so comprehensive, Jaylene. And it's really, I really honor you and your work and what you're doing. It's thank it's you. A, yeah, very much.
1: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yes. Um, okay, yeah. So it's no a lot. Are yeah, available A lot comes in. And that's why we record yeah. every session. <laughs> we record everything. <laughs> good to idea. Go back and write stuff down. Like, oh wait, what was that herb that she told me? You know, in the middle when I'm in the middle of channeling, because the guy's always <laughs> everything's energy, right? Plants are energy, herbs are energy. Um, any kind of thing that we bring into our body is gonna it's energy that's gonna interact with our energy system. So there has to be a good match. So it's good to get the recommendations when we're in that sort of you know high vibrational frequency and when we're connecting energetically and then the guide can come in and say ah you know this is where i can see some balance can be recreated through bringing in mm-hmm. this energy vehicle right this plant or this, right um, right or whatever it is this mushroom whatever
2: <laughs> so yes yeah. we do that
0: <laughs> well i know a lot of people are interested in this we have a, a large group of people that- Right now, and and um, I feel that they are very intently listening to everything that you're sharing because it's so multi-layered, and it's like wow, <laughs> and there's so much more to share. I mean, we can only kind of. We're just highlighting a lot of this here, but to take this deeper, I hope those of you who are interested in really um, taking ownership of your DNA and bringing in your gifts and all these things, I hope that you'll consider this this course with Jaylene and, of course, the private session as well. Um, Jaylene, I would love to move into a message perhaps from the mantis i know you mentioned that you know they're so excited and supporting you with all of this just to kind of highlight Mm -hmm. their perspective on why this is important and uh anything else they want to share
1: yeah let's let's bring them in and um hear what they have to say i'll just Spend a moment um, calling them in. I mean, they're here, but <clears throat> align myself <Hi>. to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me align myself a little better to them. Shift my focus okay. to them. <laughs> you can always feel when they come in. You get this ah, this wash of loving energy and. Just joy that comes in. And that is really the overriding energy that they're bringing to me right now is just joy. There's so much joy in uh, sharing this information with humanity. There's so much joy in bringing the essence. You could call it the flower of the mantis is the teaching of how to work with the DNA and Oh, gosh, just the um, understanding, the magnificence of who you are and what you are um, is truly what they want each and every one of us to grasp, that we are these amazing, magnificent beings of energy and light and, yes, sound and frequency, all of those things. And and they say, you know, we've taught Jaylene how to use uh, sound frequencies because sound is an energy infusion and a vibrational frequency that works so easily with your DNA to uh, train your DNA, to allow it to shift and to morph its function in the direction of coherence and in the direction of joy and that joyful expression. DNA and all of life and the, the wellspring of life that is on the planet Earth is a joyful, joyful, abundant flow of energy and of a beautiful symphony of expression, a beautiful symphony of of life and that interaction of all of that life with each other. And we're part of that life. And the mantis stand by each and every one of us to remind us that, They are here and that they are always uh, watching over us and lovingly, lovingly helping this life system, this energy system to evolve and to grow and to develop. And they come in with this message of love and care for each and every one of you. Many of you may have experienced the mantis at some point in your life coming in perhaps in a healing crisis that you experienced in a time when you needed an extra compassionate, loving presence to remind you of the beauty of your own soul so that you could let go of the fear and the upset of energy that is flowing through your being in that moment of being fearful and afraid of losing your life due to a disease or an illness that you may um, be uh, experiencing. And they say that in those times of uh, panic and fear and in those times of grief and sorrow for yourself or for a loved one, know that they are there to help you to make sense of it all. And not only that, but also to shift the energy and the frequency of the function of your DNA in that moment into one that transcends that experience and moves into a space of radiance and a space of abundance. They are using the words radiance and abundance with us right now because they want us to understand the full depth and breadth of what we are capable of as beings. This is their greatest wish, is that we can embody the understanding of our potential as beings of light and beings of energy and sound and frequency that it's all synonymous it's all basically saying the same thing but it for us to understand that we are multidimensional multi-layered energy beings that <clears throat> have this beautiful radiant abundant energy field and light that flows forth from us and that if we could embody that, we could grasp that the way that we would interact with each other would be so much less fearful. It would be coming from um, a perspective of abundance, coming from a perspective of understanding that we have so much to share with each other and that there is no limit to the energy that flows through us to share with each other. And that the DNA is that vehicle or is that uh, energy emitter of that frequency And that is only going to get better and better as we step into the role of the composer of the way that that DNA operates through us. When we become the composer of the instrument that is our DNA, then we start to create the symphonies of our life in the way that we wish to in the way that serves us and serves the greater good, in the way that serves our soul energy. So you do not have to be numb or immune or held outside of. You are not blocked from the ability to work with your DNA in this way. It is not a complicated process. It is really quite a simple process. It is just learning how, how to create this relationship, And how to maintain this relationship, just like you would take a shower, just like you would take care of your other parts of your body. This is the same. It is hygiene of your DNA. It is about creating more abundance and more health for yourself. It is about creating more peace and wellness and allowing yourself to be fully available, to be in service in the way that you have always desired to be as a soul Having this beautiful human experience here. (laughs) So, we thank each and every one of you for your presence here today and for listening. And we are grateful, grateful that you are willing and open to take this journey as part of the life that is this beautiful, beautiful cosmic web of expression here. Thank you so much.
2: Mm
1: Thank you.
0: I felt so much of that that joy and abundance and appreciation and just such support from them. Yeah, that, that was, was that of, I
1: just kept like, I felt like it was just welling up out of my heart space. Yeah. Their energy is so beautiful and sweet and um, just so caring, uh-huh. just yeah. motherly and sort of the, in the way that We all wanted to be mothered, (laughs) regardless of how that Mm -hmm. actually happened, right? Right. That's that's, that's very pure. Wow.
0: And I like that they they were talking about, you know, any time that we're in um, a state of sorrow or grief or panic or fear, that they can help shift the DNA um, in that Mm -hmm. moment to transcend that and i think a lot of people are looking for that kind of support who are going through um or watching loved ones go through fear or panic or grief or sorrow or disease mm-hmm. or um mm-hmm. so
1: wow um yeah been- they were just showing me so many times that they've you know shown up in people's rooms to bring them comfort and to help them shift in those moments, and so there must be people on this call right now that mm-hmm. have had experiences with the mantis, because I can just feel that energy matching. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um, are you open to taking uh, some questions?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, for great.
0: callers, I know a lot of you already have your hands up. It's start two to raise your hand if you have questions about what we're talking about. Um, Jaylene, do you want to direct this in any way or just leave it open to questions, or how do you feel?
1: I would love to leave it open to questions. I think everyone comes at um, the desire to understand things from their own perspective, but oftentimes we're going to get to some of the same places, so however it comes in, I think is great. Okay, okay,
0: so if you could just, when I call on you, give us your name and your question that would be great uh so i am coming out there to all of you with your hands up uh first caller that i'm going to is area code 6 um 678 um you're live with us hi
2: oh hi this is Miriam hi Miriam how are you hi Miriam i'm good thank you um, I guess my question would just be if there's anything that you feel guided to offer that will help me at this time of what feels like some major transition and to be in a good place where that transformation, like you're talking about, um, mm-hmm. and joyfully. I love to, to <laughs> work with you through joy. I believe that's definitely an opportunity here. Um, mm-hmm. so I want to be, be in the right place for that
1: hmm. So um, thanks for your question, Miriam. Um, I would say sort of what I'm feeling from your energy field right now is that um, <laughs> we're always in an opportunity for transformation. And sometimes that requires large changes in our <clears throat> perspective and in our field. And in the interactions we have with the people around us and, and other times that it can just be lots of smaller, um, shifts. Um, I'm, I am sensing, um, a larger, um, a larger shift in your field and that is to do with, um, your relationships and with, uh, your, um, interaction, the connections. So, um, I, I'm feeling even more so than say career and work. I'm feeling relationship centric. And I think that the important thing for you to remember, Miriam, is that while you go through changes and whatever changes you decide to make that feel like honor you the best and support you the best in going forward to have not only freedom, but um, the ability to express yourself fully and feel that you are able to um, be honest with what lights you up and brings you joy That whenever you're in a situation in which you don't feel fully capable of expressing yourself in your full joy, um, that your soul, your spirit will always sort of like bump up against that and keep pushing you towards a situation in which you are able to crack that open and experience more joy and abundance of self. Um, and, and the only thing I think that is really stopping you or holding you back, Miriam, is your own connection to your own self-worth. And your own connection to feeling like you deserve to have all of that abundance and freedom and that you also have the right to express yourself as a being, as a soul, take up real estate, take up space, and to really expand your energy field out into a space and not feel like you've got to hold back parts of yourself in order to appease others or to... Um, fit inside an idea that someone else has of you so that's really where i'm feeling a lot of your resolution will come from is just a lot of bolstering up of your own connection to self and the recognition of the beauty and the abundance of that self and all that you're capable of and reconnecting back into really really honoring and loving yourself to the point and the extent where that frequency moves through your DNA so that your DNA is able to operate in a completely different way and that you're able to mentally make the choices to back up that new frequency of resonance. Does that all make sense?
2: It does. And it's a mouthful, right? And yet I'm yeah. grateful. <laughs> and It is. And, and, so
1: for, and these things are yeah. always easy. Sorry? I just said these things aren't always easy to uh carry out, um, but they're easier when you just keep honoring yourself and keep making choices from the perspective of honoring self and honoring your freedom and your um your right to express yourself as a soul mm-hmm. fully. Okay.
2: While Here also you. Feel connected okay. to others. <laughs> Yeah. So thank you so
0: much for sharing that. Thank you, Miriam. That's Maybe amazing. you can come back and yeah. listen to that again um in the recording. Yeah. And uh I'm so grateful you're here. <laughs> and um yeah, thank you. And thank you, Jaylene, for that as well. All right, blessings to you, thank Miriam. Thank you. Okay. Thank
2: you.
0: You're welcome. Uh okay, I'm gonna go to our next caller. Um, next caller is area code 951. Hi. Hi.
3: Hello. Hi ladies. This is Layla.
0: Hi. Hi Layla. Hi Layla.
3: Okay, this is, my question is about, um a long-standing, and I've fucked this up so many times, long-standing binging on food addiction. And I'm wondering whether or not something like this can be addressed from the DNA level um rather than the behavioral level because all of my good intentions, you know, mm-hmm. fall out the window an hour after I make them.
2: Mm-hmm. Or
3: maybe I can do it for a couple of days and then, you know, the pattern just comes back and... Um, I'm really wondering whether there's another angle to mm-hmm. work from.
1: So, yeah, thank you. That's a great question, Leila. Um, it <clears throat> well, all behaviors stem from uh, you know the well, you could say the the neurotransmitters and the you know whether there's a dopamine response that occurs when you. Get to have that the food and you get that hit and that rush and it's that so you've got that dopamine wheel happening in your brain. I'm sure many other tr- neurotransmitters. Um, so part of it you can think biologically, yes, that's that's related to the expression of the DNA. But let's talk about the energetic underpinnings of that because that to me is what the first thing that came up. So there's always a two tiered uh, strategy with um, something like this or you could say more of a multi-tiered strategy, is that um, we've got to look at the origins of the need for filling the, the body in this way or the need to satiate some kind of craving or something that feels like a hole or, or something that can't be filled. So the Tibetans would call it the hungry ghost. You know, whats is, what, what is it that's missing that creates the hole in the bucket that you've got to keep refilling it? Um, what is the energetic underpinning of that? What is the connection into your Kashic field and into different lifetimes where that was prominent for you, um, whether it was, you know, starvation or whether it was, you know, never having enough um, love? Uh, what was the trigger in those lifetimes and the triggers in these lifetimes that created that vortex of energy that keep the, um, the same energy going to <clears throat> keep it going in your body and in your brain. So once those are discovered and addressed energetically and, and using sound to shift the function of the DNA and to clear or ameliorate those energy tangles that I was talking about before that are present from those other um, lifetimes and the frequencies that come in from those, um, Then we begin to look at the other side of it and to understand, okay, what's happening epigenetically and biologically with the DNA at also the physical level, you know, the two strands that are physical, and make some shifts there. And then we look at, okay, so, and then what's the overall overarching theme and how this relates relate to your overarching theme as a soul and as a human who's been here for however many years and had the experiences you've had. And, and how does that relate to the big picture? Because it's all related and it's all interconnected. And so I believe releasing the, the brain and the emotions and the physical aspects of the body when it's stuck in a pattern like this, it takes sort of the unwinding of the thing from the energy uh, perspective and also from the physical perspective. You, you have to do both at the same time because they're both creating or perpetuating the issue. hmm
0: um Leila I hope you heard that there was some background noise um on your line. So I'm just hoping that you received that message and um thank you Jaylene for that. Um yeah, and I would imagine for... she, she could go deeper I, if she wanted to do a private session you could kind of get in there a little bit more and and, and support yeah, in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um okay, let me take one more um I'm going to go to area code 214. Um, You are live.
1: Hi, how are you? Thank you for getting the call. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. I'm also curious about addiction, too. uh, My background in my family is alcoholism, and it seems to it it's starting to really affect my daughter who's older in her 20s mm-hmm. now and you know I've worked on that so I'm curious is um going to help my genetic line as well Mhm. Yeah, and I'm sorry I didn't catch your name. What's your name? My name's Marie. Marie. Thanks Marie. Um so Marie, uh, yes, addiction is something that is epigenetically handed down um, many generations. And um, part of taking ownership over the function of our DNA is learning how to go in and shift some of those epigenetic factors. So the controllers of the DNA that get handed down uh, generation after generation and start to shift those so that we can start to um You know, not only are we physically making some changes through our um, intentions and using sound to shift the DNA, but we are also taking a stand for and participating in the expression of our DNA. We are standing up and saying, ah, okay, I'm going to break this cycle now. This cycle does not have to define my family. It does not have to be something that is genetically passed on. From here on out, we can start to shift this function and so that it doesn't get passed to the next generation. And it's not just through abstinence. It's also through literally shifting the, the, um, the markers or those uh, transcription factors that play a role in how the DNA is um, expressed because that is something that can you know, change the brain behavior so that the brain is seeking out that reward or seeking out that type of connection. And, and again, it's, it's the unraveling of it from the energetic sense, but also unraveling it from the epigenetic sense. So that's a beautiful thing about DNA. It's, It's both very physical and fundamental and, you know, can be taken apart like nuts and bolts, but it's also generating this amazing field of energy that we can also work with to bring in the other aspects. And so, yes, I, I think that one can learn how to repeatedly work with the DNA and go throughout the different parts of the genome and really focus on addiction, if that's what you want to focus on, or really focus on shifting neurochemical behavior. Uh, you probably know a lot about the that disease because it's been in your family and so you would know a lot about you know how to interact with your brain and the different ways you probably know more than you even realize and so applying that knowledge to working with your DNA would be fundamental I think in shifting the way that it shows up in your family yeah okay thank you so much You're welcome. Yeah, it's really um, it's a great question because I think it's something that's so common across um, across the globe, and especially during the time when we were all isolated from each other. A lot of people, um, you know, they were looking for some kind of interaction or some kind of way of giving themselves that little pop of. Um, energy and excitement, and because they couldn't interact with other people directly, they might have gotten that through alcohol or or through some other substance. And so I think it really ignited or sort of brought back to the surface a lot of addiction in many people. Yeah, I mean, it is a good time to, to address it. Addicted to the TV, I and mean, <laughs> sure, absolutely, Anyway any way that the brain gets reliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah thank you well for your Marie, question.
0: yeah, thank you for being here, Maria. I Hope that was helpful um, just to know these potentials for freedom <laughs> and liberation, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. for yourself and your family, so many blessings to you and your family, Maria Thank you okay, um, thank you, Jaylene for all of that, and I'm gonna read a few of the comments here. Um, uh, Maria from Hayward said if we're not available for the live class sessions can questions be answered via email or in some other way
1: okay yeah yeah totally so uh, the neat thing about this platform that the course is being taught through is that there is an online chat um, so you can post a question there and I can respond to it very quickly and post a response and so it'll benefit you and it'll benefit everyone in the everyone. class. Everyone. If you want to. Yeah, everyone. No. Yeah. And you can also ask me questions privately if it's something that's very private to you. You can send me an email um, during the course, but it's also really easy. Um, the other neat thing is the class um, has an app that you can download. And so you can have your phone and click on the app the Guru can app and then your course would be right there and you open it up and then you can type in from your phone a question if you're thinking about something and you're not at home in front of your nice. computer. You can yeah, if you can type mm-hmm. it in and then I'll get that right away and can respond. So that's gonna be really fun. I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I think the more we keep talking and, and interacting about these things mm-hmm. and interacting mm-hmm. with each other, yeah, you get so much more out of it. So
0: I'm looking forward to Right, that. because a question that Maria or someone may have, you know, other people probably have the same question, and so that answer benefits everyone. So for those of you who participate, don't hesitate to put your questions in there. And, um,
1: uh, Veronica
0: from the UK said, I'd love to do the course. It's, it is for, um, it's midnight in England. Um, how long oh, does each yes. live session last, and will there be a recording?
1: Yes. Yes. Everything is recorded, and I apologize, Veronica. I know it's not great for Europe when I start them at four. I have shifted times around. It's kind of hard to find a time that's great for everybody. Um, yeah. but yes, everything will be recorded and um, if there you know if there's enough people who sign up from uh, Europe, I'd also be happy to do one of them at like one o'clock in the afternoon or something so that it's not so late for you. I've been doing that with my online community group. Uh, we meet three times a week and one of the times, sorry, three times a month. And one of the times we're meeting now is at one for the European, um, contingent. And that's been working out really well. So I, I feel you. It's great to do these things live. And, um, so definitely we'll see how that goes with the signups. Um, but, yes, they're at 4, and so that's, yeah, midnight your time. And so everything will be recorded. And then, again, you've got the chat so you can um, interact yes. with us. And there will also be exercises for you to do also that are they're going to be available all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Veronica. I hope that you'll participate. The more of you that participate, you know, I just think it just ignites more for everyone. You know, just the the growth and the expansion that can take place. Um, mm-hmm. Lacey from Ontario said, "Hi, wise beings. <laughs> Hi, wise beings. Yeah. Hi, um, She said, I'm so grateful to have shown up on time to receive that beautiful message you shared, full of love and inspiration. I am so sure that the mantis being showed up for my husband and I during a, tr- a crisis last year, and I felt that connection during your channeling. Thank you for bringing mm-hmm. such comforting, healing energies. I
1: love hearing that. Yeah, thank you, Lady. Um, I knew there was somebody out there that had connected <laughs> with that. Way. Yeah. Um,
0: Linda said, "Do different timelines correspond or align
1: with different strands of the DNA?" Mm, that's a great question, Linda. I love that question. That's right up my alley. <laughs> um, these are the kind of things I chat with the masters about all the time. Uh, so yes, the answer is yes. So um, we, the way I'm describing the 12 strands of DNA is based on our sort of linear thinking type of brains. But the reality is that, Everything is happening more, you can imagine, more in a sphere. I think that would be a better way to describe it. And sort of everything's all over the place all the time, like all the different energies, right? And so when we as humans start to shift our frequency and hop onto a different timeline, meaning what that means is that when we start to hold a frequency you could say um, we, we start to have a dominant frequency in our field that we are emitting. Um, you can have a dominant frequency of very low vibration because you're very stressed and worried and fearful, and then you can attract experiences to you along that timeline. Or you can have a dominant frequency of peace and love and expansion, and then you can attract a lot to you that is in that vein. Um when you are moving on a particular timeline, which to me is another way of saying when you're in a predominant frequency, then, yes, you start to interact with and also have a relationship, a dominant relationship with a particular strand that's matching that frequency. So absolutely, that's a great question, and um, it's mm-hmm. a really neat sort of nuance to think about, about the way that we vibrate all the time and what that means for what we attract towards us and what we get to experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love the, the
0: way you describe that. Our dominant level of vibration is, you know, access to that particular timeline and matching experiences. And mm-hmm. yeah. And then as we more consistently hold a higher vibration, then we're aligning with these timelines that have higher potentials, higher more abundance, more joy, more love. But the way you just described that was beautiful. And Linda, thank you for the question. Yeah, um, thanks. Satina said, thank you for sharing. I'm feeling lots of healing and shifting, just listening. Many blessings to you both. Thanks, Satina. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, let's see. I'm just going to read one more question. Um Maria from Sweden. Maria's with us today from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Carrie and Jaylene, for such an exciting topic. I feel so tired and exhausted. Um, can you sense anything that she needs to work on? Um,
1: mm, okay. Maria, you say you're in Sweden. Let mm-hmm. me tune into you for a moment. Oh, yeah, Maria, I feel like, um, you are very emotionally overwhelmed. When I tune into your energy, Maria, I'm just feeling like waves of, um, <clears throat> emotion and overwhelm that is causing your fatigue. Ugh, so it's, it's like your body, your whole energy field. If you think about your energy field around you, It gets generated from your internal core, your heart's oscillating field, and you're in interaction with your environment. And so what it feels like to me, Maria, is that you've been um, allowing a lot of energy to flow into your field and basically uh, washing over you and basically dictating the um, vibration of your energy field and what the this is sort of an Arcturian topic. Um, what the Arcturians would recommend you do, Maria, instead is to really uh, go into the center of your heart chakra and to begin to radiate outward a really <coughs> excuse me strong connection to your soul energy, drawing in energy from your soul, literally going all the way through the umbilical cord of connection between your heart chakra. And traveling all the way back to source, so um, really traveling all the way back to the origin of your being from source, and drawing in that energy and then radiating it out through your heart. And into the space around you because right now you're Mm -hmm. just getting washed wave after wave of energy is flowing over you and you really want to turn the tide and shift Mm -hmm. it from being more of an internal radiation of your own frequency out into the world so that you set the tone again this is the same thing about taking ownership of your energy field you set the tone of the field around you you generate um, the timeline you want to be in and and through that taking ownership you'll cease to feel quite so overwhelmed and exhausted and fatigued because your, your whole body, your brain, your spirit, your emotions is really just getting taxed right now, the way it's operating.
2: Hmm.
0: Maria, I hope that you heard that. I mean, yeah, I know me for too. me, it's, for it's so question. important to go in and really access our own soul energy and really feel our auras with, you know, this, um, the source light, um, so that we're not bombarded by the energies of others or, um, things outside of us. And, uh, so Maria, so much love to you and, uh, and to everyone who wrote in, if I wasn't able to get to you, I apologize. Um, I hope that a lot of the, the other, the colors and the questions that came in were supportive for everyone. That's always the intention. So, um, I'm excited about this, Jaylene. Anything, um, Thanks, anything else that feels significant to share, on, you know, on this before we wrap up?
1: Mm, yeah, one thing that you kind of asked me about a couple times and I um, forgot to address is that um, everybody who takes the course is also going to learn how to use sound to work with their DNA and oh gosh, that is such a gift that the mantis gave me is that um anytime I'm feeling out of sorts or wanting a boost in my frequency, I tone. And um, by using some very simple vowel sounds and working with sacred geometry and our chakras, That is such a powerful, powerful way for us to learn how to very simply shift our energy and shift the function of our DNA. And just so excited, um, for the people that are ready to participate and take ownership over their health and well-being that, um, that we're ready as a species to embrace this and embody this knowledge and we're ready to move into our next phase. And I'm just super excited to and honored to be able to um, bring this information forward and serve as an ambassador to these wonderful beings that are helping to teach us um, really how to be participants in the shaping and the experience of our reality. And um, I just look forward to meeting all of you who can participate and um, working with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and as we're wrapping up, I want to highlight something that you said earlier about our DNA being a recorder, you know, recording mm-hmm. stories. And, you know, as you come together, you can help people release those old stories, resolve the energy tangles, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can record new stories of health, wealth, abundance, um and also, you know, learn to gain access to these other dimensions through the DNA. I mean, that's, that was one of the most exciting parts to me that I, that mm-hmm. I heard about, you know, <laughs> and really bringing in those, those gifts and abilities from these, these other aspects of us in different dimensions and our experiences there. So, um, it's going to be fun for everybody who <laughs> participates. And, um, again, it begins,
1: um, September the 8th. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So the okay. course is going to go um, live. So for everybody that signs up, um, the course will get go live on the first. Right now, just the introduction is up, and um, sort of just the, the information for the Zoom links for connecting live. Um, and then on the first, the first chapter will become available. And then because there's a lot of written materials that go along with the um, the live channeled connections that we're going to make. And so, yeah. Um, and then, of and then course, meet.
0: Yeah, there's more. Each week, I mean, it's just going to build upon itself. And for those mm-hmm. of you who really want more private, um, personalized attention and healing, of course, there's the, the private session with Jaylene and Offer B, which you'll get the course and the private session. So keep all of that in mind. Consider all of those things and, and opportunities. And Jaylene, thank you for being here. I love hearing like I love listening to you. And it's just like, Wow. <laughs> like every
1: <time> <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Gary. I love connecting with you and your audience every time. It's always such a wonderful, heartfelt experience. And I appreciate you very much for creating this. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to everyone who
0: has joined us or who will listen to this. Thank you for the gift of your time, your readiness, your love, your presence, your, your openness. We appreciate you and hope that you receive the insights, the new awarenesses. Um, Hope you'll say yes to some of these new opportunities and activations and openings that are most helpful and beneficial for your uh, ascension adventure and your evolution. Uh, So thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and joy from my heart to yours. May you feel it and then offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, really give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, Take flight. uh, Beautiful, beautiful beacons of of light. And I'll see you back here uh, next time. Bye, everyone.